Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. in to take a weeknight. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. We got the morning Pierce Snell host as always in here for the don't pun hour here with Chris Ramsey as well. Learning the board new ticket member here with us. Uh, but of course it's been a whirlwind of Husker news. Nebraska once again, winning the off season. Stay consistent at that one. But nonetheless, this one does feel a little different uh, considering when you have four crystal ball projections pointing to the number one player in the draft class heading to Nebraska in Dylan Rayola. You want to knock on wood? Hasn't happened yet. Sunday Let's still isn't can, here. Can we wait? Can, before you, <laughs> give before me your you thoughts. Give me your gut. thoughts. Yeah, just let me hear your initial thoughts. I mean, it's cool. The excitement and everything like that is there. You know, it's, it's, he's probably, you know, one of the, you know, bigger, if you can land him, if. 100%. If you can land him, you know, one of the bigger recruits probably to come through, probably in the last maybe 10 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there's excitement with that and everything like that, but. Don't jump the gun. Like, let it happen first before most and everything like that. Everybody got their predictions, X, Y, and Z, and everything like that. Uh, wait till he's here first before, I, before you know, it really kicks in and, and settle and everything like that. Because he never said he was. And just because, you know, he is coming here and everything like that, he could be visiting his uncle. Like, and people are just blowing it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. You never know. No, not, it's just, man, you got, <laughs> you're really trying to pour water on it, but... It's hard to beat four crystal ball projections. It could go awry. Could not land. I don't like could the, not come to fruition. I don't like to gamble. I don't like to assume. <laughs> like, <laughs> for sure. I don't I don't operate in the what ifs and going down that rabbit hole and everything. No. Uh uh-uh. it's it's nice if it could happen and everything like that. Under, like But isn't your confidence up just a little bit because at the time it is gonna be December. Those guys have got to be picking a college here pretty soon, regardless. Yes, they can keep it open, but like time's ticking. The number one player in the country is probably going to have his pick, regardless. But a guy like Kyle McCord, time's ticking. You got one year left of eligibility. I'd imagine you want to get that figured out sooner than later, uh, but especially for some of these high school guys. Don't you think that adds a little bit to it where this timeline for these younger players, they got to find a home here pretty quick? Not necessarily. Like, um, I know they have like the early. Um the early, like, you know, signing day, which is sometime in December, I think. Yep. Uh, Back when I was coming up, it, it was February. And there still is that timeline. Like, you can just choose to do it early or choose not to. So, if he does, if he doesn't right now and everything, like, it's not the end of it. I would be more more concerned because what's so much that's going to change from now to then. You would like to see it done earlier. That way, you know, for sure it's done, locked in. It's over with you going into the new year, new season. Uh, whatever you want to do and everything like that. Um, and I don't know, even even if he is, you know, in the December class and everything like that, is he graduating early enough to come for spring ball? Like that's that that's the that's the why you know a lot of universities are more so um, going for you know signing in December because you can get to the university earlier as long as everything is taken care of uh, your end and everything like that. But um, with the with the Kyle with the um, 
Kyle McCord out of yeah. Ohio State. With, with him, I mean, same thing. Uh, he, he can get here sooner. I'm pretty sure he's probably still in classes. Classes should be finishing up probably sometime this week or late. Yeah, finals has got to be late, happening late right next now. Week. And uh-huh. after that, I mean, where am I moving to? Where am I going? You can do, you know, you can get your stuff moved there probably before the holidays and go back home, chill for two weeks or so and then be right back here, you know, a little bit after uh, New Year's getting ready for, you know, fall conditioning. Mm-hmm. So um, time is clicking uh, more so. I would be more so, you know, worried about, you know, the Kyle versus Dylan. Kyle can step in and play necessarily right now. He's been through stuff and everything like that. He kind of understands, you know, how to operate in the Big Ten. Um, you just don't know the situation with Dylan. Uh, can he come early to participate in spring ball? Um, him learning, you know, from college to high school is a big jump. Um, versus, you know, having a veteran that kind of like already goes through stuff and everything like that. So um, I know they want to get, you know, the job done and everything like that. Hopefully they can, but uh, we should know something, you know, roughly soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my thoughts are on it. Um, obviously, Sunday will kind of be the big day for a lot of people to figure out what's actually happening. Most of these players are recruit or that are we are currently recruiting, having visits this week, Fleming being another big one. Um, with Kyle McCord, let's just, you know, for the sake of conversation, let's just assume we're lucky enough to land Kyle McCord. We're lucky enough to land Dylan Rayola. The projections uh, that are out there for the crystal ball projections turn out to be accurate. Okay. What's the situation? Do you maybe redshirt for Dylan sure. Rayola? For sure. You, okay. For sure. It's not, it's not close. No question there. Why? When he can learn, sit back, understand it, have mm-hmm. time to develop and grow and everything like that. You got a young offensive line that will be, you know, coming into year two, year three. Yeah. Three um, unreal. You, and then, Outside of that, you got another freshman class that's coming in that are that are souped up. You know, on the offensive line, you get those guys, you know, a year into the system. Uh, year one to year two is completely different. Um, understanding, you know, a program, what you're supposed to be doing. Um, you're setting him up for more success necessarily than tossing him into the fire. Um, that would be ideal to redshirt him and everything like that. Uh, but... You never know because of who they have here. What are you going to do with those guys and everything like that? So you would like to redshirt him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that would be the the better thing to have him sit down and everything like that. And whatever they're going to do, whatever the coaching moves and everything like that, you give him, you know, a, a year to understand it, you know, get kind of get the thinking stuff out of it and kind of um, you know, get reps at it. They did they did the same thing with uh Mahomes and Kansas City that I mean you know they he sat a year behind you know um Alex Smith and everything like that and you kind of feel like everybody moved towards that in the NFL and so I mean the NFL NCAA is a copy paste league so sooner yeah. or later you know and and you know the, the places like Alabama the places like uh Georgia where they have you know these five-star caliber dudes they sit yeah for, for a CJ year Stroud, Jalen Hurts that whole they, they sit they sit for a year or two and mm-hmm. Then look at look at what you kind of like. You have a polished, you know, product. So um, it's not bad if 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 you can do it. and You have the right, you know, resources to do it and everything like that. And you know, the kid understands necessarily what's coming in, and he's cool with that and everything like that. So be it. I'd have the exact. I'm with you. I've read that 100. percent Especially when you have Matt Rule, a guy who 
even though that Panthers run wasn't great, we'll find out, you know, if it was really a Matt Rule problem. It seems like a Panthers organization as a whole problem. I'm not, I'm not really holding that against Matt. No, I don't think too many people are. Isn't Looking it? at that Panthers, where they got one win so far throughout the NFL, I think they only got one win. It's just Bryce Young, I don't even think it's his fault. Like, no, that's just not. an incredibly they, they tough they, situation to be they, in. They, they traded away your guy and DJ Moore. Hubbard's all right at running back, but, you know, he's nothing spectacular either. Who's their franchise player? Outside of the quarterback, who's their franchise player? Like, who? Blank. They you, don't have one. You know, you got a, you got a few form, formal first-round or second-round picks to what mm-hmm. uh, the Schultz kid, I think he got hurt. And then you, I think uh, DJ Chark is down there. He, DJ's been hurt, you know, the last two years. So, I mean, I'm not putting it on them and everything like that just you know what was there and they what they had to work with and everything like that were gone you traded McCaffrey away for more picks you traded the whole house for more no you traded the whole house for uh the quarterback oh for the pick yeah to get Bryce Young yeah yeah so I mean you and then you fire a a, you fire a, a good coach in my opinion who you know he he did some things in Indiana and everything like that, and he he's not like you fire him in year one. What like what did you want him to do? What did you expect him to do? Like not in year one, most organizations with the number one overall pick flip it that same year to be terrible or bad to at least being somewhat decent or good. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, you can argue it's like oh, but the Texans they've they've got a lot more talent around Stroud to kind of make that thing work. There's a big difference there. They were uh, able to get. You I mean, know, you, you they they had pieces. Yeah, they on, had they, they, they already had, in the system. They had pieces on offense and defense, and uh-huh. then uh, you plug in, you know, a generational talent type guy at at calling plays, um, and he's you know handled the the harder part of things with understanding, you know, what teams are gonna do with you left and right, and he's getting the ball out of his hand left and right, and you gotta. Head coach who who is a defensive guy who got what he wanted on the defensive side in there, you know, putting things together, but not the Texans weren't worse than the um, the Panthers. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with the, the Panthers to be like out of all the franchises out there, I would rather be a Bears fan than a Panthers fan. Like even though the Bears has been rough Yikes. for a long, long time, at least you have some picks, you got Fields, you got some options in the future. If I'm the Panthers, I'm I'm spinning in circles, you know, like, yeah, you got some picks up there, but the, that roster that's been notoriously bad, you just get, you keep getting rid of head As coach a, after head coach. What are you, what are you looking for? Like, where, do, like, where do you go? I'm going to find a head coach and keep him there for longer than a year before I hit the panic button. That's the first thing. If I'm, I, you, I don't know. That's two years and, in a row. You're you, getting rid you, of a guy after but, one year. But you're getting, you know, who's going to take that job if they know that they're not going to be there long. Well, that's why you're not you're not going to sign him to. I mean, you're going you know, unless you assign him to a crazy, uh, a crazy contract. Mm-hmm. Like they're not stepping, you know, foot into there. Why? Why would I? You got twelve weeks to figure it out. Exactly. That's why it's a nightmare situation. <laughs> tw- I'm a happier you to be a Bears 12, fan. You, right you got now. twelve weeks to figure it. But that's yeah. dumpster fire right now for those guys. They they have options, but compared to you know some of the other branches out there that are struggling. Panthers definitely seem to be towards the bottom of the barrel, but just kind of on that note, you know, talking about Matt rule, neither of us are blaming it for the Panthers experience, but just having that NFL, having that whole conversation, being able to see what it's like in the NFL. And then if you already said redshirt a Dylan Rayla, which I think would be the right move. You just talked about, you can point to a plethora of quarterbacks where that was the right move. Look at them now in the NFL, look at how they're playing. 
because um, I think you probably see that a lot with a lot of these younger players. They panic. They want to transfer as soon as they're not playing. If you just give it time, I mean, hell, look at the quarterback room for Nebraska this year. I mean, you could have been fourth string and probably <laughs> found a way wait. to get in the game. <laughs> like For sure. It was that bad. But I want to ask you about Harburg, okay. right? Because say we, say again, we're just playing uh, the fortunate side here. If we're lucky enough to land the targets that we currently have, do you maybe no. try to transition him back to tight end? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Because Fedoni kind of, we don't know, he's not in the portal, but he left that kind of somewhat mysterious, got rid of all the Nebraska stuff out of his Instagram bio, Twitter bio. Um, we don't know. There's nothing news on that, just speculation of him kind of erasing a lot of the Husker stuff away from his social media. But say we do lose Fedoni. He does actually hit the portal. Do you think Harburg, that'd be a good fit? Just move him back to tight end? Because the way, the physical physicality-wise, like, even if he has any aspiration, you know, and you can argue with me if it's realistic or not, but any aspiration for the next level, to me, it's clear it's not quarterback. But at the tight end, the dude loves to hit people. He knows the route tree. <laughs> he seems like he could be a pretty solid tight end, and he runs like a deer. Like, he, that seems like a way better fit for me if he ever if he has any aspiration of the next level. And even here at college, at a power five, I think he could excel if, at that position. If Fadon does transfer out, yes. Yeah, because that'd leave more um, even 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 if even if you don't, you can have two tight end sets of stuff and everything uh-huh. like that. Um, you can isolate, you know, Fedon on the backside and still kind of have him as a blocking tight end on the um, on the uh, front side of the call. So, excuse me. Um, yeah, because I mean, other than that, I mean, you won't see the field. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way. And I mean, you're, 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 and, and, okay, if you, you can try and hit the transfer portal, but. Nobody's gonna get you for quarterback. Yeah, maybe Army. No. <laughs> well, Army obviously couldn't do that. No. But that triple option would be his best kind of game. <laughs> Will it? No. I like it more than him, you know, sitting in a pocket passer on a West Coast team on Oregon, that's for sure. So that that would be that would be the best option for him. Um I mean people are still I, I don't think you know I don't think the the I don't think the university or the state of Nebraska hates him. No, I think um, a lot of people were happy that, you know, he was able to get to, to do what he to, wins. To, yeah. do, to do what he did. And to, that's the true Nebraskan, you know, grit through and through to fight, through, fight through things and everything like he's took all the criticism while boy, learning on the job. Pi- picture yeah. boy of it. Like roll up your C- sleeves and, <laughs> and let me show you how and <laughs> let me let me do it. That's just what um, makes me want to see him hit the field again so bad at that tight end position. Because that was a guy that showed me time after time, even if it wasn't his best game, that, 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 that dude's willing to put his body on the line. That that quarterback room completely, like in the next probably week, um, will probably, like, it, it's, it's, it has some things to go through. Do you think Purdy stays? Or do you think he's out? I'm, I have, a, you know, right or wrong for this, I just have a pretty strong intuition that I don't think he's going to be around. With one year can you left, t- can you tra- can you transfer twice? Like, you, there's no, yeah, you can do that again. Is he a grad? Is is he? You'd have did, to figure out the time on. Did there he graduate? But he can transfer out again. Did he graduate? No, he's got a year left. No, I'm saying, but like, does he have his degree physically? Like, I don't know if he has his degree. See, We'd have it, to look he up can, that. That would be on the lines of uh, along the lines of you know the hurt situation to where he transferred mm-hmm. out because it was a grad transfer. So, um, it depends because it's like if you are him. Uh, who's gonna give you a shot with what you've showed and what you've done, and not just that, like you know your history of being healthy. Yeah, that's been the big problem. Um, for it's like yeah, you have all the potential and everything like that, but can we depend on you to be healthy when the last two years 
you haven't had, you know, a full solid year. And if you did, maybe not last year, but the year before last year, you weren't the guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and what you've shown on film and everything like that, how can that translate? How can that translate to, you know, helping out another school? It's like, it's, it's a, it's a big question mark. So, um, if I'm him and everything like that, I mean, unless you, you have a better option for sure. Like, you know, where's like, if you put your name in there, you know, you have, you know, some type of interest and that's what you want to do. Fine and dandy. But I mean, if not, uh, you're coming back, you're fully healthy. Uh, you understand that they're looking for somebody else and everything like that. They didn't necessarily say that they'll hand the keys over to this person coming in and everything like that. And, uh, I mean, you can do it. You can do it out here because you you know what it is, and you don't know the longevity of it. Football is a violent sport. Uh, we we've seen you know week in and week out uh, positions went down this year for us and everything like that. So I mean, it's not the end of the world because you lose a battle and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, um, you you might you know put yourself out there well enough to where you can get to some of these um, senior bowl scouting events to where you can get out there with new people and they can evaluate how you um, progress and everything like that. And that can be, you know, you're still in and everything like that. So it's not the end of the road if you're not the starter here. Um, but it, it, it's it's a, it's going to be an uphill battle because coming into spring ball, like that, that's part one of the battle. Then you got fall camp and everything like that. So um, I would, I, I wouldn't want him to go. Just because uh, you don't know what if the Kalen situation, you don't know how that's going to handle out. Uh, yeah, where, and to be fair, he had a rough, you know, kind of finishing out his high school tenure. It was a little, little, a lot shakier than the year prior his junior season. So it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, we haven't seen anything at the Power Five level. He's obviously got a lot of room to grow. But it, you know, like you're saying, if you're Purdy, the, those yeah, two guys, yeah, even Dylan, he's at, probably got at, room to grow at, yet. At least ye, the worst you can do is number two. Yeah, and you've been in that position before. Mm-hmm. And, and you still get you manage to get an opportunity every single year despite being at that number two position. So um, why necessarily start over all over again? Unless it's, unless you have a situation where like no, we want you to be the guy X Y Z. Then do do what you got to do what's best for you. But if he if he does leave, okay, you only have one quarterback uh, on scholarship that that has played or knows something with the system and everything like that. So um, that might be a worse situation than last year. <laughs> yeah. With, with the Purdy thing, well, just, man, the quarterback room as a whole for Nebraska has just been absolutely chaotic. It feels like for a long time. Started with the Adrian Martinez, uh, who's a quarterback I really liked at Nebraska. Kind of the same thing as Purdy. He was just consistently injury riddled. A lot of it taking a lot of hits in the pocket, kind of, being the number one force of that offense for how many years for Nebraska, being the leading rusher, uh, basically just taking on the entire defensive line, it felt like himself at mm-hmm. times. And shout out to Adrian Martinez, who's now back under an internship program here at Nebraska. But it would be nice to kind of flip this quarterback room upside down and just get a fresh start. Hopefully you got a guy like Purdy, who if he does stick around, can add some competition to the offseason. And if you're just any of these Husker players, I hope they're – I hope they're still working out. Continue, like I hope they didn't quite take a break from football yet. You know, in my eyes, yeah. like you don't take a break until the college football playoffs are over. If you want to be that team, because if you want to play in the postseason, you keep working until the yeah. postseason's after, over. After 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 the season typically is over, you you you'll, you'll kind of get about a month off 
mm-hmm. um, to relax, recuperate, you know, lick your wounds and everything like that. They'll still have somewhat of, you know, some type of lifting, but the conditioning part of everything like that, that's when you kind of, okay, what, what was the damage done of the season and everything like that? And uh, probably a week back into school in the new year, a week, week and a half, that's when you start, you know, your uh, winter conditioning and everything like that. Um, I'm pretty sure people, you know, watching film, understanding, you know, what, what they want to do, what they want to get better at mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, it, it's okay to take a month off. Like, you don't got to – the season ended yesterday and you just dive right back into it. Like, that, that typically doesn't, you know, happen like that. Typically take a rest, you know, take a few weeks off to kind of, you know, recuperate and just decompress everything and – um, they'll get probably back into the swing of things fully, probably, like I said, within the second week into January, probably. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd hope so. You'd be, I'd be surprised if they didn't, mm-hmm. especially, you know, at the big red project too, that new facility down there. I might be there the day after the season ended. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a pretty damn good spot to rejuvenate uh, and get right. And obviously, if you're hurt, yeah, don't be pushing yourself. But mm-hmm. I've always kind of been in the mindset, just like, man, if you want to be in the postseason you got to keep working. Even if you didn't make the postseason, if that's where you want to be, you better keep working out because you fell short. And if you want to end up being there at some point, you got to be conditioned, get into shape and work out through it. Um, talking about that on Inside the Huddle with Jay Foreman, you know, it was just kind of his mindset, kind of going back to his time. But obviously he never had a situation where he was out of the bowl game. You mm-hmm. know, his his years when he was there in Nebraska, you can imagine pretty dominant era. But nonetheless, we do got to throw it to our first break here on the Don't Pun Hour with the morning Pearsonell in studio with me, the host as always. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk to you guys on the other side.